Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 90. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. It is Monday, December 20th, 3.15 in the afternoon. It's a nice sunny day out, but you wouldn't know that because it's so cold. It is just so cold. I think it's about 25 degrees, maybe 30. But yeah, it's pretty chilly. That wind kicks in, goes right through you, and I got ice everywhere. So thank God for for salt. For smalt. What was that? Um, let's see. I got a whole bunch of stuff I want to get into today. And, uh, we're going to do that right after this. If you are new to the podcast, subscribe, hit the subscribe button, lick the subscribe button. Just, just activate it. Activate the subscribe button. All right. It's super, super important. It really keeps me coming back here week after week. And, uh, it means almost nothing to you. So please be doing that. Um, and then of course, uh, rate, review, and comment. Yeah, yeah. Share this thing, okay? If you're enjoying it, somebody you know may enjoy it just as much as you do. Um, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, my official email is talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. That's talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. And uh, you get an opportunity to get some free merchandise from slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. All you got to do is put slow down in the subject line, put your story of somebody else's story, whatever it is, in the body. If I pick it out, talk about it, discuss it, call you on to the podcast to do uh, one-on-one, <clears throat> you're going to get some free slow down merch. Uh, so again, if you want to do that, it is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And then again, you can follow me on social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm on there every week, almost all week, just trying to, uh, you know, give you a little bit of extra content, have some fun with it. And uh, again, that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And then thank you so much for helping me get to the point of where this is at. Um, You know, if it wasn't for all of you out there, this wouldn't be possible. You know, I've had, uh, I keep getting these things, 2021, this is how your podcast did, and this is how it's going, and lots of firsts this year. Um... I've also got uh, more subscribers. It's just really, really nice because it's because of all of you out there who have subscribed to me, whether it's on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you're getting this from. I just want to say thank you. You know, I don't think this is uh, showing me the information I wanted it to, uh, but that's fine. Yeah, so here we go. I had some impressive growth, um, <clears throat> streams, listeners, hours, followers, all all up. I mean, I don't have that much. It's just great. It's great, and I appreciate all of you for it. I'm just going to try and click through this uh, as quickly as possible. Um, let's see, out of space, but here's how your fans around the globe listen to me. 
Um, you know, 44% of your fans listen between 5 a.m. and 11 a.m. So thank you for that. I mean, I, I posted at 5, but I don't expect anybody to start listening um, at that time, you know. Um, so it's nice to see most of you picking up the content as soon as it comes out. I've released uh, 3,453 minutes, you know, new 44 episodes. So just a lot of uh, work, effort, and uh, blood, sweat, and tears have gone into this. And um, I have all of you to thank for subscribing, watching, and uh, bringing me to where it is, where where it is, where I am today, right? Because I wouldn't be doing this without all of you supporting me. Um, you know, it, it just would be, you know, me. There would just be this, me talking into a mic, and I'm just doing it for myself. And it makes me feel uh, so good. It makes me happy um, that I am reaching all of you out there that have subscribed to me, and I'm helping. And the reason I can say that is because I've actually had customers come in my store and let me know that you know, what I'm saying does help them. And it's just an amazing feeling. So this is, I wanted to really show you why I was thankful um, instead of just thanking you all the time. Um, Yeah, just some great results I've gotten from Anchor, Spotify, and YouTube on uh, the yearly review. Um, and, And it's just amazing. And it's because of all of you out there. So thank you so much. Um, let's make 2022 just as good, if not better, right? Yeah. So that's the goal is to always do better in the new year, but you know, I'll take it a little baby step at a time. So, uh, with all that out of the way, let's get into this week's weekly roundup. Yes. You know, not bad. I was very, very stressed. Uh, you know, last week, um, uh, you know, Christmas shopping's not done, uh, just got two cars, everything's falling apart, it's not, it's not, I am a little chicky that likes to run around and say, and yell and scream that the sky is falling, and I do it without looking into everything, having all the details, and you know what? Most of the time, the sky's not falling. So it's just something I've always done. I, I always panic. I, I, I think of the worst thing that could happen, and then my brain just locks onto that, and that's what's going to happen. And I know that's not healthy, but sometimes it does push me in the right direction um, to try and avoid that situation. But sometimes I'm like, mm, I put a little bit too much energy into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, things turned around, you know, uh, it didn't turn out as bad as I thought it was going to. And, um, uh, everything seems to be moving right along. And as always, I tend to freak out about not nothing, but I tend to freak out before I need to, you know, a little too, what is that preemptive, uh, freaking out, I think. So Tuesday I go into work and we just got these mini splits put in, uh, up back and, uh, we were talking and I was like, I don't think that that's going to heat up here. Like 
There's three sections, right? So, got one for out back, got one for the center, but we didn't put one up front. And I was like, I and this is in the back room, so it has nothing to do with the customers. We put a mini split in about a year and a half ago in the store itself. I'm telling you, man, these things are great. I mean, just great. Um, I think initial cost is like five grand. Uh, that's for the unit and one head unit inside your house. But, man, are they energy efficient? They're fast acting. Like, this thing goes from hot to cold. It just does. They do everything. So, when when we were getting them put out back, because you got to remember, the, the whole thing is based off of electric heat. So, if you rent, you know electric heat. You know how expensive it is. It's crazy. But... These things cut everything in half. And when you're dealing with electric and heating, oh, my God, it's a nightmare. I, I used to do everything in my power to not turn up the heat when I lived in an apartment, which is one of the reasons why I got a third-floor apartment because heat rises, so you don't have to turn your heat up enough. So that was something I had already kept inside my mind. So I get into work on Tuesday, and, oh, my God, the whole back's warm. I was like, wow, and then I got to see the Samsung uh, version of the wall unit working. Really cool. They seemed a little bit slimmer than the Mitsubishi, um, but again, set it and forget it. I mean, they're set at 70 degrees. They pump out enough heat to go up one or two degrees over that, and then they let it, you know, let it settle, and then the heat kicks back on. It's just like turning the thermostat on in your house. And I have to say, I was really, really surprised that, <clears throat> you know, I had heat where I was eating. It was, it was amazing. So I'm really happy about that. Hopefully the pipes won't freeze anymore and the electric bill gets chopped in half, which would be amazing. You know, money saved in a business. That's good money. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I finished up everything I was supposed to do on Tuesday. We got some orders. We got... Uh, some other stuff, and then um, Wednesday uh, shows up, and I go to jujitsu. Now I'm in jujitsu class. I'm having a grand old time. Everything's going great. We're getting some rolls in, and somebody tries to put me in a guillotine. Now, if you don't know what a guillotine is, um, you know, it's it's so when somebody wraps their arm around your head, right? And, and now you're, like, if I'm sitting here, I got somebody's head right here. Can you see me? Yeah. Right here. So their back would be here, all right, in, in, in front of me. And then I would sit, and I'd yank on their neck, right? That's a guillotine because uh, you're choking them out by the neck. Um, <clears throat> so when this is happening, there's only really... Maybe there's two ways, maybe three ways out of this. Um, but there's one that I know always works. But usually you can't pull it off because the other person blocks my legs. Well, this person did not block my legs. So I was the person being held in the guillotine, right? And I, he sits down and he starts to fall backwards like you're supposed to and then starts cranking on my neck. <clears throat> but he didn't stop my hips. So I flipped my feet up and kicked past his head. And as I was doing that, he was going down to the mat. 
and I was flipping over him. So we both have downward momentum, and I put my heels into the mat instead of just kind of flopping my feet, which is the way I think I should have landed, but I was like heel deep. That was it. It was all heels. It When I hit that mat from both of our momentums, it was like a mat wasn't even underneath me. It was crazy. You just heard the floor. Boom. And I was like, oh, man, now I made a lot of noise and everybody's looking. Well, right after that, we tried to clap hands, get back into it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I had to tap, tap out of it. I was like, no, I can't move. I've got stinging sensation in my heel. It's going up my leg. Um, kind of limping, and I don't know what the hell I just did. So, get out of jujitsu class. It was still a great class. I mean, shit happens. I'm not worried about. It. I think I got no. My face, my redness on my face, I think, has gone down. But I, I mean, you you get banged up. You're you're wrestling. You're grappling. You're strangling. It, you're gonna get banged up. Shit happens, right? So I'm not. Uh, this isn't anything new. I've broken a toe. Uh, bruised a rib, broken the tip of my finger. I mean, shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Arms been bruised. I've had to go to the doctors for it. It, it is what it is. So I get home, um, editing. I'm taking care of everything. I'm running up and downstairs. I'm thinking everything is great. Uh, I'm not. I'm feeling a little bit of pain. There's a little bit of a limp. No big deal. I'm taking. Everything's getting done. We eat dinner. We're watching some TV. I'm running up and down stairs still, and then I come back downstairs and sit down on the couch after making sure everything's uploading properly, and my ankle is throbbing. I mean, straight eight for pain, and I'm I'm not boasting here. I'm not a person that, you know... I, I, I feel like my pain threshold is pretty decent. I'm not going to say that, like, you know, the littlest things hurt me, although paper cuts are painful, but they're not going to floor me. You know, I'm just going to put Band-Aid on it and move on with my day. But this was like a, a sharp shooting pain. It was above my heel, but stopped at the knuckle on my ankle, right? Isn't that the knuckle or, the, or maybe it is the ankle, right? I don't know. So, I got tons of pain both sides, super, super uh, tender on both sides. And my wife's like, I think it's your Achilles. And I'm like, why would it be my Achilles? The Achilles doesn't hurt. There's nothing wrong with the Achilles. So, we look it up. Yeah. I kind of like, it's not sprained, but I inflamed my Achilles. Um, But luckily... Because what could have happened, according to what I was looking into, I could have shattered my heel, which is awful. Takes a while to come back from that, if you even come back from that. So I was happy that didn't happen. I guess the mat really did help. Uh, But I will tell you, I could not, I could barely walk upstairs. I could barely walk around. And it was four hours. I, I have to say it started... Started, I think that was about 7, 8 o'clock at night. And I went to bed at 12.30, hobbling to my bed. 
Um, I get into bed. I get up Thursday morning, and I'm making my way downstairs. I'm still kind of hobbling, but not as bad. So, of course, I can't go to jujitsu in the morning. I can't. Like, there's a difference between being in pain and going to jujitsu and being, like, injured and going to jujitsu. I'm not going to go to jujitsu when something like that's happening because I can't run. I can't push off. I, I, I mean, you're basically going there to sit in a chair. So I can't go there to sit in a chair. Um, you know, it, it, it's just not something I can do all the time. So I had to cancel, but it was like a normal, like I'm in pain all the time with my shoulder. Yeah, I'm going to jujitsu because that's a everyday pain. That's what I mean between the difference. And so I skipped out on jujitsu. I go to work. Um, you know, I love I love when we get to hang out. Uh, you know, the switch, the 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 shift switch on Thursday. So that was a that was a great conversation. Um, you know, uh, getting ready for Christmas. He was asking about the car, um, you know, just, just stuff like that. We go over some shop talk because I just had a company delete 15 flavors. It was literally their entire line, the entire line. They deleted it. They're bringing on six new ones, but that's it. So they went from 15 to six. And then I got another company who dropped a bunch of stuff about a month or two ago, and they just sent me a link, and they're like, we just came out with five new juices. They're, you know, because everybody's going to this uh, no tobacco nicotine or tobacco-free nicotine, TFN. So, anyways, we start talking about what to fill the shelves up with next year, considering so many people have dropped so much stuff, and we're going to have a whole bunch of holes after the new year. So... We figure that all out. Um, I get through my day, and I am feeling really good. The ankle is doing really well by the end of Thursday. And I was like, all right, maybe it, it was a good idea to stay off of it. So let's see how we're doing tomorrow. So Friday comes. I get into the shop. I get everything done. You know, everything is going really, really well. Super, super, super busy day. You know, tons of disposables, tons of stocking stuffers, people coming in, getting gift certificates. It's just awesome. We're just having a great day. Um, and then I realized my ankle wasn't hurting me at all. I was like, oh, thank God, because it never swelled up either. So I was super pumped about that. I was like, it's not swelling. You know, normally when you have inflation, you have swelling. There was no swelling. There was, like, if you looked at me, you'd be like, what are you talking about? I can't even physically see that you're even in pain at all. So I was like, this is so weird. Um, but, yeah, so by the end of Friday, everything, doing great. Shop did great. And now I'm doing great. I'm like, ah, oh, this is fantastic. So I'm getting excited because now I'm feeling like, uh, you know, I told Tyler to come on over Friday night. I'm starting to feel like my old self. I'm like, all right, I'm having um, some confidence back. I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to be able to make it to class on Monday without an issue. If I'm already feeling this way on Friday, by Monday, I'll be feeling even better. So get home, hang out with Tyler, you know, and then I get up Saturday morning super late. And I was so irritated with myself. <clears throat> so 
I get up super late. I'm running around. I got to get out of this. I got to get out of the house really early because, <coughs> excuse me, I drank my water wrong and now I can't stop coughing or I'm having trouble controlling my coughing, I guess is better because I haven't been coughing through the whole thing. So, but yeah, so I'm trying to get out of there because I got to stop and get the dog green beans. I got to stop and get uh, counterfeit markers for the shop. Uh, we needed one other supply for the shop. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so late. So I ended up getting all that stuff done. I get to the shop. I get it open. I do everything I'm supposed to do. Boom, I'm feeling really good. I'm like, yes, I pulled it off. I was late. I'm still here, and I'm still doing everything on time. We, we, we got this is what I always tell myself. I got this. I got this. Of course, Saturday morning is super busy, right? Yeah, it's super busy. And uh, we're just crushing it all day, all the way up until lunch. I went to lunch late, uh, which sometimes is very frustrating, especially if you're hungry. But the storm is rolling in, right? The storm is rolling in. Well, Seabrook only got rain. There was literally nothing. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. You know, my wife's sending me pictures and she's like, yeah, it's, it's snowing uh, here. So take it slow. And there's a picture of her you know, driving on the highway, and uh, she can't, you can barely see the road. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I shouldn't have too much to worry about. I'm in Seabrook. It's mostly rain. And then all of a sudden, I hit exit 11, and boom, snow. I was like, oh, no, not exit 11, because if you drive 101, exit 11 is the, you know, I mean, it's there's only 13 exits. So I've got a long road home. And I was like, oh, man. So I noticed in my car that I have a button that you press for snow. Because this is also the first time I've driven this car in the snow. I've only put 1,200 miles on it. So I still would give myself a little bit before I feel real comfortable behind the wheel. But I have to say, I pressed that little snow button. I felt it all lock up, whatever it's doing the wheels, the whatever, and I felt it just shoom, hug, and I was like, oh, wow, this is great. My car sounds like a tank, and now I feel like I'm driving one, and I'll tell you, I was doing 60 mile an hour the whole friggin' way. I was going around people, going back. There was certain spots in time where you got to slow down below six, but for the most part, on a steady, steady straight path, it was 60 miles an hour all day. I was like, ah, oh, this is fantastic. So I got home, you know, and, uh, you know, I do the things I always do when I get home. I watch King and Sting. I eat uh, my uh, cookies and my uh, my my uh, non-GMO M&Ms. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff, but I had to do it quickly because then I had to shovel. Because in Manchester, we got two inches. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's starting to turn back into rain. So I'm like, I got to get out there now because I don't want the water underneath and the snow on top to be frozen over with more rain. It just, I mean, that's a nightmare. So hour and a half goes by. I finish shoveling. I'm back in the house, 1130. I stay up till about 12, 1230, just so I can have a little bit of downtime to myself. And then I go to bed and I told myself that night, no more getting up late. No more. I'm done with it. I had all this time in the morning 
to be able to work out and run, and now I can't find a second for it. Well, whose fault is that? It's my own fault. So Sunday morning, I wake up 6 o'clock. Now, I couldn't work out. I couldn't run, and that's fine because why? The goal was to get up at 6. And I got up at 6, 6.10, I'll be honest. Come downstairs, take care of the dogs, everything, and I open the door to let them out, and there's more friggin' snow. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Let the dogs in, I take care of them, and I'm like, you guys will eat when I get back. So 6.30 in the morning, I'm outside doing it all over again. Another hour and a half because... Well, it was another two inches. I was like, son of a bitch, you know? Yeah, I could tell that I did something last night, but the way that this stuff was moving and it was heavy did not feel like I did anything. But anyways, I get through it. I get it all shoveled, and I got to go do my normal Sunday stuff in the morning, you know? And then I come home, and I'm like, all right, we're going to, we're going to relax, we're going to eat, and then we're going to go finish this Christmas shopping. So we do all that, and we get to go and finish the Christmas shopping. And <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I don't start feeling the Christmas spirit until I've gotten X amount of things done. So I'll start to feel it a little bit as, you know, we have, we have everything we need. We've got all the ideas of what to do, you know, and then I'll feel it a little bit more once we've made a dent in decorating the tree and blah, 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 blah. Everything has got a step to it that makes me feel more and more into the Christmas spirit. And then once the Christmas shopping is done, that's it. It's time for Christmas. It's time to kick back, relax, and ride this friggin' bitch out. You know what I mean? So I was super pumped to finally be able to put a cap on that, be done with it. Um, And now uh, we're just enjoying the rest of the Sunday. Uh, I started watching uh, Blown Glass. Uh, I fell asleep before the end of the first episode, but I think it was just because I was so tired from shoveling, you know, the night before and Sunday morning. Um, So I passed out on the couch. But you know what? That's right. Monday morning, I got up at 6 a.m. on the dot. Not bad for getting up at 1.30 on the couch, crawling in the bed, and then getting back up for 6 a.m. So, it's not that great of an accomplishment, and that's okay. They don't always have to be spectacular. They don't have to be monumental. They just got to be better than what you were doing before. So, getting up at 7, 7.30 is unacceptable to me. So now I'm up at 6, right? Monday morning. I'm excited. We're going I'm going to class. Tyler's going to meet me there. He's coming over after. We're going to have a freaking grand old time. It'll be the last time I see him until next Monday. And so now I am uh, getting everything done and I'm literally uh, sitting around at 8 o'clock eating my eggs, my banana, and getting everything ready. So now I'm up at 6. I'm going to continue this path, and then the next step will be getting the run and the workout in and fitting everything back 
in that I have eliminated from all the chaos that has gone on in life, uh, starting with cutting down of the trees and then the dog's routine. Uh, but that's not existent anymore. Now, none of that exists. We're right back to where we were before we cut down the trees. So there is no need of this shit anymore. So I go to class this morning. Uh, it was a great class. Professor Lucas is back teaching us. Um, and uh, we did uh, some work from the back. Uh, and it was, it was just awesome. You know, uh, we were doing bow and arrow chokes and guillotine chokes and it was just, uh, no, we were doing bow and arrow chokes and we were doing rear naked choke from the back, whether you're on your good side or your bad side, you know? So it was just really awesome and it, it felt real good. And I will be honest with you. I have been lifting my weights. I've just been doing it very minutely. It's very small right now, and I'll, I'll be even more honest with you. I am only lifting 55 pounds at this moment in time because I'm, and I, oh, 55 pounds. You so, yeah, I know. I know it's nothing, but that's the point. I'm getting form down. I'm getting my ideas down. Uh, I'm working on my deadlift form. I'm working on my squat form. I just realized I need a squat bar because that fucking hurts on your shoulders. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I know. I've never done this before. I don't know what my form is supposed to be. I've bench pressed before, but I mean, who hasn't? You know, so I've been, I got a chart. It shows me all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm working those out. I got a big old mirror so I can see my form. And once I feel comfortable and I've gotten my form down, then I'm going to start adjusting my weights. But I have to say, I haven't lifted weights in so long that 55 pounds, it, not that bad. But I've been doing it very minutely. So that really helped me this morning because I went against somebody in a roll on the mats today. And it was easier for me to keep him off me. Now, did, did he still get in? Did he still? Yeah, 100%. But there was a few spots where I noticed the difference. I was like, ooh, I stopped him. That felt really good. And I was like, well, if I'm doing this in a in a very like a very small amount at this moment in time, and I actually got a little bit of results, well, what's gonna happen if I actually get my ass in gear and start doing this properly, right? So Get everything situated. I, I just like to feel safe when I'm working out, and I know that I don't know 100% of what I'm doing, but there is enough information out there to make sure that I am doing it safely. And then as soon as I feel safe, it was the same thing with the kettlebells. I'm fine once I feel safe and once I understand the movement of what I'm supposed to be doing, but at first, I'm intimidated and I'm scared and I don't want to hurt myself. You know, most accidents happen at home. And, you know, I know it's probably mostly ladder issue, but I'm sure right now at home, weightlifting, whatever, is definitely an issue, right? Because there's more people at working out at home, more people staying at home to work out. And I'm sure there's been a, a small uptick in injuries from people doing crazy shit and not knowing what they're doing because they see somebody lifting 300 pounds on Instagram and they're like, I, I can lift 300 pounds. No, my brain works the opposite. I see, I see that guy lifting 300 pounds. I go, 
I gotta get my form down, and then I might get to a hundred. I'll be. I, I mean, that's what this is all about. I, I I have to be honest with everybody, right? I'm not a strong person. That's why I love jujitsu. I'm not a strong person. It's made for someone my size. I'm a small dude. I'm 148 pounds. That's it. Soaking wet. I, I, I mean, I'm trying to get up there, but uh, for some reason, every time I get over 150, it comes back down. So it just felt really good to be able to push him off me. I felt the difference in my arms, you know, got some good moves in, and uh, we had some good matches, and, you know, it was, it was Professor Lucas's birthday, um, so that was nice. You know, it's just awesome. It's awesome. They, they are an extension of my family, you know, so if you're ever in the area or if you're thinking about getting into jiu-jitsu, you know, shout out Professional Martial Arts Academy. They're amazing. They're great to work with. I mean, it's just a great, great place. And uh, if you do go, just do your boy a favor and uh, tell him my name. All right? If you're going there because of me, please tell them uh, where you got the information from. That helps me. It really does. So uh, I, I, I always... I'll always recommend this, probably till the end of my days, you know. And then I came home, hung out with Tyler a little bit longer than normal, and now I'm up here recording in my cool sweater, my Christmas sweater. My wife found it. I guess I put it in a cedar closet last year. I was like, oh, well, it's a Christmas episode, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock this thing. But yeah, that's the weekly. Uh, that's the, the weekly roundup and you know, it, it's not always going to be a bad week. I'm going to have good weeks. I'm going to have bad weeks. I'm just, you know, getting through them, getting through them is, you know, if they're good, that's great because it seems like the week flew by. Um, you know, uh, there was less stressful things happening. Uh, but even on a tough week, I'm always in that same mindset. And during the holidays, these things are tough. And I just do want to bring awareness to the simple fact that, you know, it is tough during the holidays. People have lost loved ones. People um, um, uh, may not have what other people have and they're by themselves for some, you know, uh, uh, and... Now, um, I just want everybody to know that I believe you can get through it. No matter what your situation is, no matter how hard you're struggling or what you do or don't have or, you know, I truthfully do believe that you don't have to go back to what I'm going to call the crutch, you know? The crutch, the 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 comfort zone. Um, what did I call it? the weakness? I call it a weakness now. So I still have all those thoughts. They're always there. They're never going to go away, right? But when when do you stop looking at it as something to comfort you? And when do you start to look at it as a weakness that will hinder you? That's my question. Because for me, 
I've gotten to the point where I, I feel it, I see it, I know it. But that's a weakness now. And instead of giving into a weakness, I beat, I beat the weakness. That's what I do. I don't give into my weaknesses anymore. I make sure that I'm stronger than my weaknesses and that I recognize that it's a weakness. And it's okay to call it that because that's what's helping me deal with it. So I just thought that that was really neat to kind of discuss out loud. And, you know, these, these things that we think help us or help us forget and blah, 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 all that other stupid shit. Um, they're not helping. They are destroying. They are keeping you back. So therefore they're retarding you. You know what I mean? So just because of those simple facts, um, I don't look at it as that anymore. I look at it as a weakness and maybe that will help you as well. Look at whatever you're trying to stay away from as a weakness because I feel like at the end of the day, I can fight off weakness more than I can fight off comfort. And the only reason I say that is because I have to get up out of my bed to shut off my alarm on my phone. I will shut it off. I will take my phone. I will stuff it under my pillow and I'll crawl back into bed and I will fall back to sleep. That is comfort. But you know what that leads to? Laziness. Why? Because now you're an hour and a half late, stupid. You see? So anything that holds you back or slows you down is the definition of being retarded. And then on top of that, you're doing it to yourself. You know? So that is what I'm trying to stop in my life. So I just look at it as a weakness. Not getting up on time, that's a weakness. Got to destroy that. Drinking, that's a weakness. Don't worry about it. Don't think about it. Crush that weakness. You know what I mean? So anything that is doing that to me, I am now looking at it as a weakness. I'm dissecting that weakness, and I'm going to find out how to either eliminate it from my life or I'm going to try to turn it into a strength. Just like I need to lift more weights so that I'm not weak and I can get people off of me. So there's two different ways to look at this from my point of view. Um, this is what I'm doing now in my life. Because it's just, uh, this is evolving. This is always going to grow. It's always going to change. I'm not going to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Um, because the way I feel right now, this works for right now, but this name, this may not work for Topher a year down the road. You see what I'm saying? So I'm working on it, you know, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And, uh, it's the holidays. They're here. And what better gifts to get than slow down? They got all the shirts, hats, gloves, sweatpants, sweatshirts, leggings. You name it, they got it. 
and it's great quality at a great price. Yeah, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Get all of your gifts here this year. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring, where we're open 1030 to 8 p.m. seven days a week, excluding major holidays. Um, And you can feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And, of course, you can always shop inside of our store. This is the place to go for the holidays this year. Ching, 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 ching. Yay! The holidays are here, right? Where can you go to get all the vaping products that your family members are looking for this year? Well, you can get them right here. At New Hampshire Vape Gallery. That's right. We've got them all. IPX80. How about the new G-Priv? What? This thing? Amazing. Great products. How about some Delta 8? By Moon Men. These disposables are awesome. We've also got CBD pre-rolls, CBD vapables. We've got your flavored juices. We got all your disposables in stock. We've got it all, and you can get it right here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring, where we're open seven days a week, from 10.30 to 8 p.m., excluding major holidays. And feel free to come in and shop our selection. Yes. So get everybody what they're looking for this holiday season. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Man, oh, man, I love this website. They just discontinued their hand sanitizer. And that's okay because we're all starting to realize we don't need it as much as we thought we did. But they've got something even better. A brand new roasted cacao body bomb. It's only going to be available for the holidays. Yay, the holidays. That's right. This holiday season, get yourself some awesome roasted cacao body bomb. It is is awesome it smells great and it's great for moisturizing your skin amazing amazing product um i just think all of their products are great we've got the uh beard oil we've got the salve for dry skin you got the lip balm for dry lips and then of course you have your foot and body soak that helps melt those stressful days away And then after you're done soaking all that away, you can use the brand new cacao, uh, use the brand new cacao body balm to bring some moisture back into your skin. And that's only going to be here for a short time. And that's the holidays. That's right. So get your holiday shopping done early and do it here at naturalbossnh.com. Buy one or all five of these products today i want to bring um what is the word i'm looking for uh uh, 
God. We need to be able to talk about everything, okay? We need to be able to... Um, 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 Well, it goes off of my last subject, which is just being held back, being uh, um, um, slowed down, you know. And I feel like uh, that's exactly what's happening today because there's so many different things going on. We need to um, be rational. We need to be rational, okay? Rational revolution. And this is not my thing. It's not my thing, but it is my thing because I agree with uh, the people that said it, which is Dr. Drew and Christina P. Because they always want to be rational about talking about this stuff, okay? And I do too. I really, really do. Um, but there's so much stuff going on today that I'm just like, what is what what is happening here, right? Om- Omnicron is here, right? Omnicron is here whole bunch of facts i was very upset at the fact that they said um you know everybody's like oh we've had one death of omicron go look at the article from um the eu or uk whatever it is i think they're one in the same but i could be wrong new england and europe no it's too different um but they said someone died with omicron they didn't die of Omicron, right? So, still no death from Omicron strain. Then, you get um, the UK, because there's so many cases now, they're locking down, they're shutting down again. I'm like, is this going to happen here? I hope not, because that's stupid. That that doesn't do anything. It doesn't help us. It, it just holds us back. And... And now we have all these cases blowing up. All these cases. New Hampshire's gone crazy. Everything's gone crazy. It's blowing up. It's blowing up. It's blowing up. So I'm like, great. What are we going to do? Mass is putting mass mandates back into effect on certain things. And then um, you're hearing about, uh, 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 you know, the vaccine mandates uh, got, got uh, they tried to stop the mass van- mandate. They tried to stop the vaccine mandates from the big, you know, 100-plus businesses and this and that. And I thought that was going through because I think that that's wrong. And they ended up shutting it down. And now they have right to do it again. So now we're going to see more and more people losing their jobs. And I'm just like, this is crazy. I am I am so tired of everybody... Uh, Telling everybody what to do with their bodies. I'm tired of it. It's it's unacceptable. And if you don't want to be vaccinated, then don't. You know? And then, I've been saying this for a while now. We are going to have to live side by side with this virus. Right? It's never going away. It's going to be like the flu. I think I said it six months ago. I think I said it a year ago. Well, guess what? Now, Joe Biden is going to tell us all how we're going to have to live with this coronavirus and we're going to have to figure out how to live with it, period. 
And I'm like, well, oh, thank you. I know this isn't a very funny thing, and I'm not comical. I get it. I'm trying to bring light to it. But I just think it's ridiculous. He, he's, he's, you know, trying to, his administration is still trying to prosecute uh, Julian Estrange, uh, or Strange, and and then on the other end, he's like, hey, guys, you know, I think we're just going to have to live with this. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere. You know, this is the new, this is uh, Omicron. It's a new, new, new variant. It's a new variant. It's going to be the predominant variant. And it's like, no shit. Does, does anybody not know that when a virus uh, mutates and turns into a new variant, that's usually the end of the old variant. Like, you might still get some people that have Delta, but for the most part, all you're going to hear about and see is Omicron, which feels so bad for the people that, I think it was a hotel named Omicron, and now they've, like, lost all their business because of this. Just like Corona, you know, friggin' lost still a bunch of business on their beer, which makes no sense. You know, why would you stop going to a hotel because of a name? And why would you stop drinking a beer you enjoy because of a name? What, 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 are we, what, what is going on here, right? And this is what I'm trying to get at, is that this all makes no sense. I, I, I mean, I figured out we were going to have to live with this a long time ago. I think it's documented a couple times. But now our president's going to let us know that this is something that's going to happen on Tuesday, mind you. Um, what? Thanks for the info? Like, what are you looking for here? What does this mean? You're never going to take away mass mandates for the rest of time. If you want a job, you're going to have to prove vaccination. What does this mean? Can't we all just go back to what we were doing and just make the choice for ourselves? And if I perish because I chose not to, then I perish, right? And if I choose to and I still perish, well, what the fuck's the difference? I mean, if I wind up with a heart condition because of this, nobody's going to help me. I'm still going to perish. So I just don't understand why this is such a big deal and why... Uh, they they have the need to tell us information that I already know, you know, and and good good for Joe Biden, you know. I, I mean, Kamala Harris was on uh, some talk show, and it was just a joke, just a absolute joke, you know. And then uh, I think it was Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren, uh, double vax boosted. She got Omicron, and then uh, somebody else just got it too, and they were double vaxxed and boosted. And right now, we are seeing that this is the predominant variant, but at the same time, like, no deaths. No deaths. Now, as of 20, 30 minutes ago, there was one death. And a child under the age of 12. No other details yet. They didn't say whether or not it was Omicron or whatever. 
Um, but unfortunately, this child had complications with COVID and he, he passed. Now, I don't know any other details than that. But that's not what the headline said. So it's just we need to digest their information carefully. I think they are just constantly trying to pull the wool over our eyes. They're hiding something from us. They don't want to tell us the truth. And, I mean, did they actually think they were going to be able to eradicate this virus? Like, that's your own stupidity right there if you ever thought that this thing was going to go away. And it's also their stupidity for thinking that they could create something and maybe they thought, oh, shit, you know, yeah, it got out. That's horrible. But don't worry about it, guys. We got all the information. We need to figure this out. And if we do this, we'll eliminate this thing and it's going to go away forever. That's a stupid way of thinking about it. And to think that the vaccine is the end-all, be-all is pretty stupid. When we all know that at the end of the day, we should be getting healthier. And I know this is Christmas and all this, and this is not Christmas-related at all, but it is. They're asking you to, if you're throwing a party, they're asking you to do lists and have masks and, and vaccinate. And if they're not vaccinated, well, then give them a COVID test and make sure they're negative. And if they're not negative, you know, you know what I mean? So now we've turned our homes into this checking center, right? And, and I don't think that's necessary. I don't think that's necessary at all. I'm sorry, but if you're wearing a mask and nobody else is, the only person that is per, that the only person unprotected is is you with the mask on. You know what I mean? Like if you today still think that when you put on a mask, you're protecting yourself, you're dumb. You're dumb. Something that only has 20% efficacy if you are in a room of four people and you're the only one wearing a mask, you're protecting those three people from you, not the other way around. So I don't understand why we still are falling on this sword. It makes no sense. Now, are people that are getting vaccinated uh, less likely to die? Possibly. That is possibly true. That's what we were all hoping. We would stay out of the hospital. At least I was. But now, Omicron doesn't seem to have a very... It doesn't have a potency. It's like it can just spread quickly. Now, here's why this makes sense. And this is coming from a stupid person. Right here, me. What if this is the virus just trying to survive? Right? We had the first variant. It was killing people. It was doing all kinds of damage. We had the second variant, which was Delta. That was killing people. That was brutal. It was shutting down respiratory systems. Now Omicron's here, and it just spreads quickly. Everybody's having mild symptoms. Now I'm not saying that people that are unvaccinated are having mild symptoms, but so far... Mostly reported mild symptoms. 
some hospitalization. We're going to have hospitalizations and we're going to have death. I know we are. But maybe the virus just wanted to live. And this is what it needed to do in order to live. So I'm not asking everybody to do anything special. Just think about all of this rationally. And let's have a conversation, okay? Nobody should be stopped from having a conversation. But I will say this at the very at, at, right now. Look into this case with Julian Assage or Assage, whatever, whatever is. I'm I'm totally butchering his last name. This is an actual hit on our freedoms. If this man gets locked up, I could lose the right to do this right here. Express my opinion. Reporters will not be able to report on the truth in fear of being tried and sentenced to jail for uh, extortion. Right? Is it extortion? I think so. This is insane. This is not right. That man did not steal information. He just released the truth. And if he gets locked up for telling the truth, they will never stop there. And it is an absolute hit on our First Amendment. So I know that's not Christmassy, but I needed to get that out because I don't think it's being said. Uh, in, in, in I didn't say it in a good way. What I meant to say was I don't think uh, enough people are thinking rationally. Um, I don't think enough people are having these conversations. We can be on two sides and still talk about things, people. I don't need to be thinking what you're thinking, and you don't need to be thinking what I'm thinking. But at the end of the day, we should be able to have a conversation, talk about it, and discuss it. Whether you think I'm right or if I think you're wrong, it doesn't matter. I'm not mad at you for it. I just want to talk to you a little bit about it. I want to understand points of view and have these open discussions. But if this man goes to jail, I mean, what are we doing? So look into it. Uh, uh, I, I, I looked into it. I've been listening a lot, and uh, I'm very angry about it. And I wish I could, you know, help his uh court case and stuff like that. There's not much that a little person like me can do. There's much bigger fish out there that are really trying to help this gentleman out. But all I can do is hopefully turn your attention to what's going on and then maybe you can voice your opinion to uh, uh, your councilman, governor, wherever you need to send an email to and tell them this is a hit on our uh, uh, First Amendment and I'm not going to allow it. I do, nobody should be put in jail for telling the truth. We need more people out there to tell us the truth and stop trying to pull the wool over our eyes and hide things from us because we don't need it hidden. We need it talked about and we need it dealt with. But 
We want the truth. We all want the truth. How hard is it to find the truth today on the news? I'll tell you how hard. So hard that I go to breaking points. It's the only place I get my news from now. I may use articles and I may use stuff, but everything I look up here, I listen to uh, from them now. They're amazing. Two different uh, 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 political views, two different everything. And they still manage to get together, tell the truth, have a discussion about it, you know, and it's just amazing. I know this is basically an ad now for breaking points, but I want more people to get the truth. I want more people to understand that CNN, Fox, MSNBC, and all them fucking other places, they're garbage today. They're garbage. And they know they're garbage, which is why they're doing what they're doing. You know? All right, so current events. This was something that somebody brought to my attention on Saturday. And I'll be honest, I thought the guy was lying to me. So I had to go home and I had to check it. And it's real. It is real. Uh, I thought this was... Just, I don't know. I was like, no way. Like, I heard of Texas wanting to secede, right? Makes sense. They have their own, like, grid. Not that it was, it's very stable. I mean, you saw they were moments away from losing power to the entire state with just, uh, you know, a major snowstorm. Which, I get it. It's a major snowstorm. Um, And they weren't prepared for snow. So, (laughs) I mean, what are you going to do? When you when you live in a place that doesn't get that much snow, I mean, shit happens, right? But they're on their own power grid. They have, like, their separate power or something. I don't know how they're doing it. Look more into it. But New Hampshire, as of October 18th, 2021, New Hampshire has put in a proposal to secede from the USA. What the fuck are we talking about here? I thought the customer was pulling my leg. I'm like, what are you talking about? We can't succeed. How would we secede? How? How? None of our hospitals would operate. We'd, lo- we'd be cut off from power. Like, do we have uh, a way to our, our own power? Is it the fact that we have nuclear power plants in New Hampshire? Is that how we would sustain our power? I, but that cuts us off from deliveries and food and clothing. And uh, I mean, what are you going to do about highways and streets and all the federal funding? I mean, and, and he, was, he was telling me about it because he is working with uh, uh, kids, um, you know, in bad homes and stuff like that. And, and they've been... You know, he he's the step before they go into the state's hands. But now the state has nowhere to put these kids. So they haven't been bringing as many in. He hasn't been working with many because, uh, you know, a lot of them are missing. I'm like, what are you telling me? He's like, it, it's horrible. You know, these kids are stuck with their abusers and they have no way out. And, and then we don't, we don't find out until it's too late. But the kids that I am working with, 
even when we get them to a good spot, they have nowhere to go because there's nowhere, there's no, not enough people to do this anymore. And I'm like, well, that's insane. This is federal funding. And he's like, well, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to secede is because we will lose all of that funding. And then we literally have nothing we can do for any of these kids. And I was blown away. So I, I, I looked into it and they have submitted a resolution for our state to peaceably declare independence from the United States and proceed as a sovereign nation. What? They don't seem to have given much thought to what the consequences of such action would be uh, were to ever happen. And I agree. What are we doing? Don't secede from the U.S. What is wrong with you? Have you not watched Family Guy? Do you not know what happens when you secede? You can't even, like, we wouldn't be able to go to Massachusetts. We wouldn't be able to go to Maine. We wouldn't be able to go here. We wouldn't be able to go there. You would have New Hampshire license plates. You were stuck in New Hampshire. You are no longer part of the United States. You are no longer allowed to use uh, their highways, their anything. So we're, so if this was to actually happen, this would suck. We would all be trapped in New Hampshire. So no, I don't think they thought about this, uh, uh, fully, but this is, this was hilarious to me. I'm like, what is, why? How would New Hampshire be able to self sustain from seceding from the United States of America, I will tell you right now, I don't think it would. I don't. I don't think it would happen. It would be a failure. I'm sorry. I'd fucking move out of the state. I'd be gone. I'm not going to stay in a place that can't do what the United States can do for each individual state. With This state will collapse. There's no way that it will be self-sustaining. There's no way... We'll go hungry. We'll have no food. We'll have no more fucking oil. Like, what are you talking about? How are we supposed to get gas? You got your own reserve, you know? So whoever thought this was a good idea, I'm telling them right now, or it's not. It's not a good idea unless you got all your ducks in a row and you actually could become self-sustaining, but then you have to be self-sustaining generation after generation, after generation, and what's going to stop the United States Army military from coming in and taking that state back? Then where are we at? Are you uh, proposing a, a revolution? Is it a revolutionary war? Or uh, no, not a revolutionary war. Uh, um, uh, what is that called? Where in it's, you know, we're all in the United States, but the civil war, right? Because that would be some type of a civil war if we were to get, uh, if the New Hampshire was to get too crazy and then they had to send the military in. Well, now the military is not treating us as you, as, as American citizens, because no longer are we American citizens. And the simple fact that I didn't know this was proposed, I feel like you're, that's not right. You're not supposed to speak for me. I don't want to secede. I want to be an American citizen. 
I'm very happy with the U.S. of A. But if you were to do this and it was to go through, I would no longer be an American citizen. I'd be a New Hampshire citizen. What the fuck does that mean? Right? So, I don't know. I started reading and, and, and thinking and questioning everything. And I was like, there's no way that this was done thoughtfully. There's just no way in hell this was done and actually thought out to a T. And there's no way that they actually have an action plan in place. But did you know that New Hampshire was trying to secede from the United States? Well, if you didn't, <laughs> now you do. Look into it. This shit's wild. There's so much stuff going on today. I don't even know what's happening anymore. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's fucking crazy. I don't get it. All right. So, um, <clears throat> Malta approves legalizing recreational cannabis in the EU first. So, yes, more legalization, which is a great, great thing. This plant needs to be getting out there. It's doing wonderful things. And to see, you know, the EU legalizing marijuana as well, this is great. This is a great, great thing. Um, I think, you know, eventually, I'm hoping before the day I die, you know, I want it to be federally legal here in in in. in in the United States, but at the same time, I really want to see it legal throughout the world. Nobody should go to jail for this. It should be treated the same way alcohol is treated, even though I do believe that alcohol is a more dangerous drug. So therefore, um, you know, I don't think you have to worry so much about pot as you do with people drinking, right? I just don't. It, it's, it's been proven to me over and over and over again. It's literally the only drug in my life that has never got me in trouble. You know, I've been in trouble with so many other drugs because they put you in a state of mind where you just don't care. And that's dangerous for a lot of people, especially right now. Because there's a lot of people out there that don't fucking care anymore. They don't care about themselves. They don't care about anything going on. And, 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 and I don't blame them because they're angry. But this is amazing. So congrats to them. You know, I don't know uh, where Malta is. Uh, let's see. Let me read the just the first line. Uh, Though some countries in the EU have decriminalized cannabis, the island nation is the first to legalize and use the cultivation for adults. Germany and Luxembourg are expected to follow suit early next year. So really good things, really good things. And on this same note with the medical marijuana, um, this does have a small video, but this is important because now, uh, because it's decriminalized and it's looking at uh, as, as, a, as a legal drug, now we can study the drug, right? This is why we're getting... Um, this is why hemp has been uh, so popular again now more than before because now the hemp laws have gone into effect and anything derived from hemp is legal and they're finding amazing things like THCP, THCO, um, HHP, 
all kinds of stuff. More and more stuff is being found because we can actually dig in and, and, and look into what this plant can do for all of us, whether it's hemp, marijuana, it doesn't matter as long as it, 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 we're finding out that it has lots of medical use, which for almost, uh, I think, 100 years, we were told it, it had no medical use. Well, check this out. Medical marijuana and autism. I'm getting my boy back, the mother says. That's because why? And I can say this just from, on a quick side note, just from CBD alone. Mother comes in, child is crazy all over the place. I ex- it's fine. It's fine. I get it. That's 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 the spectrum that he's on, right? And then she's like, I got I gotta get him, I gotta give him the C B D. And I was like, Oh my God. And she's like, Don't worry about it. I'm sorry that he's be and I'm like, Don't worry, dude. You don't have to apologize. You know what I mean? Like, don't apologize for something that somebody can't control. Um, that just makes it seem like it's wrong and it's not, it's just, he can't control that. And I am, um, willing to work with, you know, I'm willing to work with you. So yelling, screaming, ah, and she's like, I just need the CBD. Now this is when we could sell gummies and edibles. I'm not allowed to anymore. I'm labeled a vape shop and the state of New Hampshire says that's illegal. So she buys the gummies she gives the kid the gummy, and with by the, the now she had to do her shopping and stuff. The kid's still bouncing, he's still bouncing, and then all of a sudden, like a fucking light switch went off. Super quiet. I went, "What happened? Is he okay?" And she goes, "The CBD kicked in." I was like, "What?" So we talked about it for a little bit. Absolutely amazing. Lots of moms feeding. I don't want to say the wrong word, but it wasn't autism. I don't remember what it was, and for that I apologize. But the child was on a spectrum, okay? And that CBD calmed him down. And I was like, wow, that is like, it's one thing to tell all my customers it can do this for you or it could do that for you. But to see it right before my eyes actually take effect was mind blowing. And it changed my tune about a lot of stuff. So this one here is uh, 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 the autism. So it's helping with autism and and I always felt like, why wouldn't it? If CBD can do X, Y, and Z and calm them down or, or, or help with this, it helps with pain, it helps with anxiety, it helps, it helps, it helps. Well, this is great because this isn't CBD. This is actual marijuana that is helping the children with autism. So I'm going to play this real quick, but I just thought this was so cool. We're seeing some pretty impressive changes. When you say seeing some impressive changes, what do you mean? Children whose aggressive behavior was daily and it's gone away. I mean, gone away. (laughs) Uh, A lot of the kids are more social. So what do we got? A gynonychus. Gynonychus? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the purple one? 
he's easier to redirect. I can work, I can kind of like suggest like, hey, let's, can we do this or we do this? And he'll go, okay, or yes, mom, or um, okie dokie. Ezra is more patient, not hitting, not excitable. We have to share, okay? Okay. Able to attend school. Ezra, what are you making now? Come here. <laughs> and at home, he's doing things Joanne never dreamed possible, like cooking. So cool. And singing. So what, what, is, what is going through your mind at this point? I'm getting my baby back. I'm getting my boy back. We can set up the dinosaurs and the But you know, as we were talking, there was something still nagging at me. Do you ever think that your expectations are influencing how you think he's doing? Yes and no. And Montessori. I don't know how he started changing. I don't know how he started communicating. I don't know how he started to be reasonable, how he stopped being aggressive. Wow. That is incredible. That is incredible. And, and, and I want to uh, correct myself. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to correct myself. So, yeah, I, I, I was wrong. It, the child that took the CBD was autistic. That's right. Um, and so, I mean, that's just amazing. Is it not amazing to be able to do those things? That, that mother ha must have so much relief in her life now that she can actually communicate with the child and actually get somewhere. And to have him be singing and talking and be okay with stuff, you know? That's got to feel so great. And marijuana did that. Marijuana helps with all kinds of things. But I still don't encourage anybody under the age of 21 to go out there and do it just because of legal, legal ramifications. You know what I mean? So I think this is great. It's a great step in the right direction. And hopefully one day this will be legal. We'll have a lot more science involved in it. And we'll understand this plant to the point where they're going to break down every component of it. And who knows? You might just see marijuana on shelves everywhere. Because it helps with so much. Not just autism and anxiety and pain and other things, but so much more, so much more. So I know there's more we're going to find out in the future. And that keeps me very excited, you know, very excited. I, I, I'm so impressed by it. Okay, so this next one I'm super excited about. Perseverance Rover makes completely unexpected volcanic discovery on Mars. I just went through the video. It has nothing to do with the volcanic. So here we go. Lava once flowed at the site of ancient lakes on Mars. Perseverance rover landed uh, on the planet 10 months ago, but it has already made the surprising discovery. The rover's latest findings suggest that the bedrock it has been driving over since landing was once formed by organic by volcanic lava flows, something that was completely unexpected, according to mission scientists. Previously, they thought the layered rocks Perseverance took photos of were sedimentary. The rocks that Perseverance had sampled so far 
also revealed that they interacted with water multiple times, and some of them included organic molecules. These discoveries could help scientists create an accurate timeline for the events that have taken place in in the Jerezo Crater, the site of the ancient lake, and has wider implications for understanding Mars. The finding was announced Wednesday during the American Geological Geophysical Geophysical Union Fall meeting in New Orleans. For years, scientists have questioned if the rock in this crater was sedimentary rock comprised of layers of material deposited by an ancient river or ingenuous rock which forms when lava flows and then cools. Right? So you see that rock, that's all from that's all from uh volcanoes, I guess. Um I was being I was being to despair we would never find the answer. Oh my god, I can't read. I was beginning to despair, we would never find the answer, said Ken Farley, Perseverance Project Scientist at California Institute of Technology in Pasadena, California, in a statement. Everything changed when Perseverance began using a drill on the end of its robotic arm to scrape away at the surface of rocks. The crystals within the rock provided the smoking gun. Perseverance is armed with this with a suit of sophisticated instruments that can image and analyze these scrape rocks, revealing the composition of the mineral content. Once of the one, ones of these instruments is Pixel, or the planetary instrument for X-ray. In November, Perseverance used the, its instruments to study the rock nicknamed Brock by the team. The analysts revealed large Olivine crystals surrounded by pyroxene crystals, both of which pointed to the fact that the rock came from volcanic lava flow. Absolutely intense. Just intense. I mean, you, you see what we're finding is insane, right? So... I don't, I, I mean, I keep up with this every now and then, and I know we're going to find more and more about Mars, but what if, okay, here's a thought. Now, we have major volcanoes underground. They're called something. They're giant, um, and you can actually go to this national park, and, you know, they got heat springs and stuff like that, and, got, you know, stuff still boiling water boiling and being sprayed i forget what they're called um but that is a giant giant volcano now if that thing was to erupt the united states would be destroyed literally um not only would the united states be destroyed but the world could be destroyed uh from the volcanic ash uh the sun being blocked out and all kinds of other shit that can happen to and it'll kill everything all life right what if that's what happened on mars 
What if just by one chance, one of those volcanoes just, boom, just gone. It killed the whole planet, and we just happened to land the rover in the hot spot where, where, where the volcano went off, where it ran to, how it flowed. And, I mean, you could see if this thing is driving over uh, all this rock and debris, and it all is volcanic rock and debris... Holy shit. That's basically what could happen here. So this was really shocking in a sense because, I mean, we all thought that there was water on the planet. We all thought that there could have been life on the planet. But I never saw, like, a volcanic uh, uh, a volcanic discovery like this that could prove the end of Mars as we know it. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's how Mars became Mars. Maybe it was a volcano. Maybe it did erupt. And maybe it was big enough to kill everything on that planet. And it was so big that the planet couldn't come back from it. You know? So very interesting stuff. Um, once again, all the links that I talk about in this podcast today will be in the show notes um, in below in the description. You can click on them, check them out, and uh, do some of your own research and see what else you find. Uh, for my last one today, and I'm hoping that the video is going to uh, <laughs> be more on point with the title of the damn article, but we shall find out. Um, so NASA's Parker Solar Probe becomes the first spacecraft to touch the sun. Now, real quick, before I get started on any videos, what? We touched the sun? Shouldn't we leave that thing alone? Now, you said it touched the sun. So I'm hoping the video is going to have some information, of course. If it doesn't, I'll cut it out, but... Why shouldn't we leave the sun alone? Isn't that the last thing we need to be uh, shooting things uh, to? Uh, you don't what? Well, don't 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 put things into the sun. You know that sounds sounds like a horrible idea for me uh, to me because I mean without the sun we're all dead. So don't fuck with it, please. You know what I mean. But at the same time, I'm really curious to see what you found out. So let's check it out. Okay, about that launch window, the launch of the Parker Solar Probe is going to take place in 35 seconds. I was just telling you about that. You're watching live pictures from NASA at Cape Canaveral, Florida, the Kennedy Space Center. Let's listen in. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Liftoff of the mighty Delta IV heavy rocket with NASA's Parker Solar Probe, a daring mission to shed light on the mysteries of our closest star, the Sun. Pretty impressive, though, really, if you think about it. Just wow. Now 35 seconds in. Take a pressure on the 
have liftoff. You saw it live on CNN, everybody. The uh, launch window had to be canceled yesterday, but today, clearly, big success. So this is the first mission to get as close to the sun as any object in history has ever done. Yeah, so you can see right here, that this is the sun, right? Obviously. I'm seeing a bunch of grids, so this must be a illustration. It's an illustration. Okay, but this is the satellite that was on that rocket. The sun's corona is much hotter than the actual surface of the star, and the spacecraft could provide insight about why. The corona is 1 million degrees uh, Kelvin uh, at its hottest point, while the surface is around 6,000 Kelvin. All right. What a Kelvin, 1 million degrees Kelvin is 1,800,000 degrees Fahrenheit. 6,000 Kelvin is 10,340 degrees Fahrenheit. So this is the picture that uh, caught my attention, was the one down here um, of the actual satellite. And... Um, it's the mission to touch the sun, uh, but it's said that it did. Before Parker Solar Probe's mission is done, it will have made 21 close approaches to the sun over the course of seven years. The probe will orbit within 3.9 million miles of the sun's surface in 2024, closer to the star than Mercury, the closest planet to the sun. Although the... That sounds far. Researchers equate this to the probe sitting on the fourth yard line of a football field and the sun being at the end zone. So the closest to the sun, the four and a half inch thick carbon composite solar shields will have to withstand temperatures of close to 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. However, the inside of the spacecraft and its instruments will remain at the comfortable room temperature. That's, I mean, what the hell? That's so neat. You know, and I think this is, uh, let's see what these are. Parker Solar Probe witnessed these streamers as it flew through the corona earlier this year. Pretty neat. So now we are trying to touch the sun. We're trying to touch the sun, people. That's what we're doing. And I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know if this could cause complications. But all I do know is, is, well, hey, <laughs> we're going to find out some really cool shit soon. I just, I don't know. We always seem to... The way we find shit out is we have to make a mess. And I just don't think fucking with the sun is a good idea. I just don't. But how else are you going to fill the curiosity, right? But curiosity also killed the cat. So really, really cool. I thought this was neat. Um, I, I hope I've shed some light on some stuff that uh, maybe intrigues you as well. But hey. That's the podcast today. Um, it was really, 
Really nice to be back. Uh, like I said, I just really enjoyed doing this. And I want to say thank you to everybody out there, all my subscribers, all my new subscribers. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. It keeps me coming back here week after week. And again, if you're new to the podcast, hit that subscribe button. That's right. Click it, lick it, stab it, smash it. Whatever you're doing to that subscribe button, do it. It keeps me coming back week after week. If you want to know when the new podcasts upload, make sure to hit that alarm button. And then, of course, share, rate, and review. That all helps the podcast grow, and I need your help to do that. All right, and then if you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right. If you have a story, maybe you know a story um, that needs to be told, send it over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. It's the official email of the podcast, and it's the only way for you to get involved with the podcast. Um, if you want some free slowdown merch, make sure you put slowdown in the subject line. And then send it over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And again, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm there every week, almost all week, trying to get some extra content out there for all of you. Um, but yeah, again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Give a follow. And I appreciate it so much from all of you out there. Um, it's just, it's amazing. I see this thing growing and it makes me very happy. But I hope you enjoy your Thursday. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your loved ones and your family. Take it all in, you know, if you're dealing with addiction, you're dealing with not drinking, you're doing uh, all the stuff to stay sober, uh, just remember, take it all in. Be thankful for where you're at right now. Be thankful for everybody that's around you and that make you that brings you happiness to your life. And enjoy it. Enjoy it. And if you're staying away from whatever, uh, enjoy the memories. All right, because guess what? You're going to have memories. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about all of this is that I get to enjoy and reflect on all of these things that are happening in my life now um, through a different set of lenses. You know what I mean? So it's it's really nice. And um, yeah, yeah, just have a Merry Christmas. And as always, I will talk to you later. Talk, 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 talk